This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lisa, Missouri. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Earl. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast today. I'm your host, Lisa Earl. In Exodus 24, we are told that Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and 70 of the elders of Israel went up to Mount Sinai to see God. Then in verse 12, God said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and be there, and I will give you tablets of stone and the law and commandments which I have written, that you may teach them. God had previously given Israel the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20, followed by several chapters of situational ethics, and now God was going to write them on stone in order for the Israelites to learn them and to teach them. They were going to have something tangible to refer to whenever they needed. So Moses and Joshua, his assistant, went up to the mountain of God, and Moses left Aaron and Hur in charge of the children of Israel. Moses was on that mountain with God for 40 days and 40 nights. So Aaron played a huge role in bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt. Aaron was Moses' spokesperson, and Moses trusted him enough to leave Israel under his charge. And God trusted Aaron enough to consecrate him and his lineage of Levitical males as priests. So when the people of Israel decided to go after idols in chapter 32, and Aaron went down that path with them, I can empathize with Moses' anger. It's completely understandable, isn't it? How many times has this same type of thing happened to you? You have someone that you trust fully, and they mess it up. And it's infuriating. But how did this happen? Moses was only on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. Why did Israel turn away from God so soon? But it's not really that hard to believe, is it? Israel, who complained because they were trapped between the Egyptian army and the Red Sea. Israel, who complained because they had nothing to drink. Israel, who complained because they had nothing to eat. Israel, who complained because they thought that they were going to die in the wilderness never remembering the terrible slavery that they were in while in Egypt, never remembering all of the things that God did to take them out of Egypt, to keep them alive in the wilderness, never fully trusting God, even though he showed them his power time and time again. And now Israel has been told God's commandments. And 40 days later, this is what they said to Aaron in Exodus chapter 32 and verse 1. Come, make us gods that shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. Here, Aaron has been given a choice. He was put in charge of leading the children of Israel while Moses was on Mount Sinai. He was given a huge responsibility. And so Aaron says to the people, Break off the gold earrings which are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. And the people were happy with the response Aaron gave them. They gladly gave them their golden jewelry, probably the same jewelry that they got from their Egyptian slave masters. And again, Aaron was faced with a choice. He made the wrong choice in asking the Israelites for their jewelry, but he could have made it right at this point. Sadly, he doesn't. He melted that gold down and he fashioned a golden calf with an engraving tool. And then Aaron, who had seen the works of God, who saw what he did for the Israel, he told the people that the calf was their God, who brought them out of the land of Egypt.
Do you remember how Jeremiah lamented for the people? This should make us lament for Aaron. And I have to wonder, what was he thinking? Sin is a slippery slope. And maybe, just maybe, he threw the people an olive branch to satisfy them. And the next thing you know, he was making a golden calf. And the people loved it. They thought this calf was great. Did Aaron just get caught up in the excitement of the people? Did he actually believe the calf that he had just carved with his hands was what brought them out of Egypt? To read the account is just heartbreaking because he could have done better and he should have done better. But that isn't even the end of Aaron's terrible decisions. The next thing he did was to create a feast in order to celebrate the abomination. And meanwhile, Moses was on Mount Sinai communing with God. God was literally at the very same time that Aaron was carving that despicable calf. God was equipping Moses with the very commandments that would help the people to get to heaven. So God told Moses that the people had corrupted themselves and to get down off that mountain. Now God was ready to be done with the Israelites at that point. And you can't really blame them. They were ungrateful. They were forgetful. They never fully trusted God. But Moses pleaded with God and he said, Why should the Egyptians say you brought them out of Egypt to kill them in the mountains? And so God relented. But Moses went down from that mountain and his anger was hot. And he said to Aaron, What did this people do to you that you have brought so great a sin upon them? You see, Moses trusted Aaron. But Aaron had fallen down that slippery slope of sin. And again, Aaron was faced with a choice. He could have told Moses exactly what had happened. He could have repented right then and there. But instead, this is what Aaron said. Do not let the anger of my Lord become hot. You know the people that they are set on evil. For they said to me, make us gods that shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And I said to them, Whoever has any gold, let them break it off. So they gave it to me, and I cast it into the fire, and this calf came out. Aaron didn't really think this lie through, though, did he? There was a reason Moses went straight to him to question him. Moses already knew the answer. God had already told Moses what was going on. But again, sin is a slippery slope, and once you start on that slope, it is so, so hard to stop. But Aaron did because the people were punished for their sin. They paid for their insubordination with their lives, never to have the chance of eternity with God again. About 3,000 lost souls that we lament over today because of their poor choices. You see, we don't know when our time to answer for our actions will be. Those people probably never thought that their time was going to be up that day after they celebrated their golden calf. Aaron probably never thought that his actions were part of the reason those people were killed. Aaron could have said no. He knew the commandments and the laws. And yet, there he was, breaking two of them, mere days after learning them. Ladies, we have to be so careful to not even put one toe on the slope that leads to sin. Satan has made it so easy to fall down, and he has made it even easier to stay there. But no matter how much celebrations there are, 
no matter how much fun there is from sin, it never ends in eternal life with God. So be careful. Write the word of God on your heart so that you might not sin against him. Thank you for taking the time to listen and always remember to teach them diligently. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.